0: All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment. Uh, we've had these folks with us many times over the years, and it's always a fascinating interview. Uh, we've had Kendall Carver over the years many times, and also, uh, making a repeat visit tonight is our friend Jamie Barnett. She is the president currently of the International Cruise Victims Association, as Kendall Carver, uh, has retired. And, uh, good to have you with us tonight, Jamie.
1: Thank you, Jim. It's wonderful to be back.
0: Well, I have to ask you, and I know we're going to get into all of the crimes on cruise ships, and I want you to share your story again tonight. But are you aware of what's happening right now on cruises? I was reading some articles today uh, preparing for you uh, to come on tonight. And I was just, I couldn't believe it. Like, you've got to wear a mask on deck or anywhere outside your cabin. There's no standing in line at the buffet. You're not, I don't know how they serve the buffet, but you're not allowed to go up to the buffet. You've got to be vaccinated. You've got to have proof of vaccination. They do like multiple onboard COVID tests throughout the trip. I mean, this sounds like a nightmare. This doesn't sound like a vacation. Are you aware of any of these uh, current requirements and rules?
1: And, you know, and here's the thing, and you're still not safe, Jim. You know, that's what I I keep going back to is, you know, the cruise ship environment, there's just... Uh, no matter w- what the cruise lines put in place, no matter how hard they try, uh, it's it's not the kind of environment that that will can guarantee your safety. No matter what they do, and I totally agree with you. I, I would absolutely pick another kind of vacation.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even before the pandemic, there were outbreaks on cruise ships. It's just not. Oh, yeah. It's just not an environment that seems to. Uh, you know clean and and safe in terms of germs and all that Uh, but we're going to get into all the crimes and everything else too but let's start and by the way folks if you want to hear Jamie's full story of why she's doing this why she's dedicated her life to this cause we did more uh, of an extended interview with her about her own story on prior episodes but I thought tonight Jamie you could start by telling us your own story about what happened to your daughter just a a thumbnail um so that people understand your heart in in being here
1: oh i i thank you for for that i I, most all of us at icv international cruise victims are um excuse me have tragic stories to tell and you know we do a lot to try to to increase safety and security for passengers on cruise ships but there's an old african proverb that i i kind of live by and it's until the lion tells the story the hunter will always be the hero hmm. and and uh, you know we believe that there you know the hunter is is the customary hero, but there's always another story and one that's struggling to be told. So every time I get the opportunity to st- tell my daughter's story, I'm grateful. So thank you. Um, uh, my daughter went on a three-day cruise out of Long Beach, California, down to Ensenada back in 2005 with her boyfriend and several of his friends. Um all of whom were big partiers. Um, her boyfriend was uh, a recovering addict and was trying to get clean and sober, and my daughter was a very anti-drug person, and she thought, you know, and I, I hope if any young impressionable girls are out there listening, they will take Heed to the fact that so many young women think that if I just love this bad boy enough, I can change him. I can fix him. And it cost her her life wow. doing that. And um, uh, because that's exactly what she thought. She said, you know, I can change him. You know, I love him enough that he'll change. And with his drug addiction and come to find out he and some of the others i I won't say who or i don't i won't ever know who all smuggled drugs onto the cruise and um uh, one of the drugs was methadone and it was liquid methadone that was smuggled on in an emptied out dayquil bottle Hmm. um Now, in the state of New York, that alone would have been uh, a crime, a chargeable crime, um, for putting a drug in a a mislabeled bottle. Um, But at any rate, Ashley somehow got methadone in her system. And one of the problems about being on a cruise is that when you're on the high seas, it's a lawless environment. You know, there are no independent police on cruise ships. All that they have are the uh, security personnel who are hired by and trained by, and therefore influenced and obligated to the cruise line. They're going to protect the cruise line, not you. Um, and so, it's it's a it's a scary situation when you're out there, um, and there and there are no real laws um, that apply. If an American is uh, victimized while on the high seas. The FBI is the investigative uh, authoritative agency. But, I mean, come on, they're a gajillion miles from you. And um, by the time that ship gets back to the United States, all of that evidence that would be needed to substantiate a, you know, a, a, a crime will have disappeared. You know, the, the the crews will have cleaned the cabins, the Fingerprints will be cleaned up. The, you know, it, it, it would never make it um, back. And so very, very few crimes that occur on cruise ships are ever prosecuted at all, much less successfully prosecuted. So I'll never know how that methadone got into Ashley's system. We, we know that she, through forensic evidence as well as anecdotal evidence, know that she was not a drug user. She would not have willingly taken it herself. Um, But somehow it got in her system, and she died. While the boyfriend and friends partied away, she died alone in the cabin. Hmm. And um, what made it even more uh, devastating was that they took her body off the ship in Mexico. Didn't bring her back home. That's one of the things I'm fighting for, really... Diligently in Congress is, and Senator Blumenthal almost got it included in the National Defense Act this past um, fall. Uh, to have a body, should someone, anyone, pass away on a cruise ship, they have morgues on cruise ships. That 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 person's remains could and should be allowed to stay on that ship until it comes back home, because otherwise, if you're in a foreign country, the body comes off. They do an autopsy. They have to be embalmed before they cross the border to come back to the United States. And if it's a questionable death, if it's a mysterious death, you may never know. You may Hmm. never know what happened to your loved one. And that's, you know, basically what happened with Ashley.
0: Now, in in her case, it sounds like people familiar with her that she knew uh, might have been involved. But in a lot of these cases, it's actually the crew members that are involved Mm. and, and people don't realize, I I know, for example, here in Florida, we have this registry uh, for sexual offenders and you can go online. Uh You can go online, type in your zip code and you can see all the people that are living around you that are sexual offenders. So you can protect your children and your grandchildren. When you get on a cruise Uh ship, uh, you Mm. don't know other passengers could be pedophiles, could be uh, sexual offenders, crew members, could be sexual offenders. And there's no Absolutely. there's no way to know uh, who you're actually there mm-hmm. with, and there's this false sense of security where a lot of these uh, cruise ships have like a kids zone and kids activities mm-hmm. and things like that, and parents will just send their child off to these areas for children, and they'll go off and do the adult stuff, thinking, well, we're all on a ship, what could happen? Mm-hmm. They can't go exactly. anywhere because we're all on the ship. Tell us about uh, that whole risk that people don't realize, <sighs> not just younger kids, but all also teenage girls uh, i mean any any female in particular needs to be very concerned yeah. about this situation
1: uh, you know even adult women um we always tell people you know certainly don't let your kids go anywhere to or from the the kid zone or the pool or what have you unaccompanied um and and we encourage grown women to always use the buddy system yeah you know don't Don't go anywhere by yourself. The cruise line wants you to have, you know, the vacation of a lifetime. And they're not going to warn you, you know, oh, by the way, um, you know, make sure that, you know, you treat this 7,000-passenger floating city as though it were just that, a city. And and don't uh, let your guard down. Be be aware. They're not going to tell you that. I wish they would. We all wish they would, but you've been lulled into a false sense of security, just like you said, into believing that I'm safe here. What could happen? Um, Well, what could happen is you send your child off to this kid's camp. You, You don't have references like you would at home. You wouldn't send your kid to a daycare center. You didn't have references. Uh, for, you wouldn't have someone come to your home to watch your children that you didn't have references or prior knowledge of. What makes us think we're gonna be okay on a cruise ship? You know, it, it's no different. And again, there's no law enforcement on that ship. You know, no real sense of protection. Uh, 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 one of the other things people don't realize is that the ships aren't flagged in the United States. The headquarters are there. You bought your ticket there. You got on the ship there. You're going to come back there, but once you sail away that 12 miles out into ter- out from territorial waters into international waters, all the laws that you thought were going with you on that ship are left behind. You're in international waters then, and that ship is registered Typically in a little country that that is sort of uh, lacking in the will or the ability to investigate crimes, it's uh, what's called flags of convenience because it keeps them from having to, uh, when they register their ships in these countries instead of the U.S., they don't have to pay U.S. taxes, and that's a big deal. They don't have to ab- uh, abide by U.S. safety standards, labor standards, OSHA, all of that. This, this helps them avoid all of those issues. And um, so legally, technically, the, the country that is first reported or notified of a crime, if you're involved in one, is uh, the country where the ship is registered. Like in my daughter's case, it was Panama. Panama couldn't decide yeah. oh, right, right. What they're going to do about American it? American
0: girl. And uh, I, I was yeah. I was reading today also some of these other bizarre requirements in addition to vaccines and all this other stuff. They're saying that. Mm-hmm. You can't get off the ship and like uh, shop or mingle with any local people. But I know that this is also an issue because people don't realize, you know, these cruise ships pull into these ports and a lot of these Mm -hmm. are very poor countries. You know, even the Bahamas, uh, some of these small islands, Virgin Islands and, and so forth. These are areas where people can be targeted when they get off the ship as well. I know presently they're, I guess, not letting people do too much as far as that goes, which is kind of another reason maybe not to to go on a cruise because who doesn't want to be able to get off the ship? But some people, some people don't, they just don't even get back on the ship. And I, I don't even think there's any kind of system to look for someone that's missing. In fact, a lot of the stories on your website, We don't even know what happened to the people that we don't, we don't even have a person anymore to even investigate. They went on a cruise ship and they, they've never been seen again. This whole uh, idea of missing people. uh, How often does that happen?
1: Um, there, you know, all the statistics are skewed right now, but, um, consistently year after year, it was about two a month that would go missing. Wow. Two people a month, um, and, uh, you know, can you imagine much worse than that? Not only does your loved one not come home, they're not there, you don't. Did they die? Did they get, like Amy Lynn Bradley's case, if you go on our website, she was on this cruise with her family, uh, a young woman in her early 20s, um, and she just disappeared away from her family. And they have no idea. Did she go overboard? Was she kidnapped? Was she, you know, you hear you think of all these horror stories about sold to the sex trafficking trade. Um, you know, all of these horror. Well, you think if you, you know, if you are
0: if you are one of these criminals that are part of the crew, and if you were to do something uh, to a passenger. Uh, It'd be pretty darn easy to just throw them overboard, you know, to uh, instead of getting getting caught or having any investigation. Uh, And then then with all the drinking, all the drinking that goes on on these ships and everything else. Oh, well, so what? You know, maybe this person, you know, maybe they had too much to drink and they. They fell overboard or maybe they somehow got off at the last port and didn't get back on. You know, we just don't know what happened to them. I mean, that's just that would be the worst to me to not know. I mean, I have to tell you to just to not know. And uh, again, I I can't even uh, fathom people with young kids letting them run around the cruise ship. Uh, We've even seen when we've been on cruises, which we haven't been on one in years, but it it was before we had any of your uh, folks on when we stopped going. Uh Uh, But I I remember when I was on a cruise ship the last time, uh, people just leaving their doors propped open like they would put something in their door so that their cabin door would not even close. So like the family could just go in and out without keys. And like what you've talked Uh about here before, you would never leave your front door open at your at your home but people do this on the cruise it's almost like this idea this false sense of security And people don't realize it. Now, haven't you been battling your organization for all of these statistics to come out and they're starting to have to report this information? Is it easy to if you were, let's say, someone that was planning to go on a cruise and you wanted to find out like which cruise line is the safest? What are some of the crimes to be sort of aware of? Are those statistics easily, uh, you know, retrieved by a consumer?
1: Not easily, I will tell you that. Um, they, on every cruise line's website, if you go down to the bottom of the website where it's got the contact us and the privacy, tiny fine print, you know, um, little choices, you'll see down there in, in that section. You know, you, you have to really search where you can go and look on um, U.S. Coast Guard uh, crime reporting portal. Um, but even if you do that, it took us years to realize that something was amiss. There's this wonderful man whose website is amazing. His name is Dr. Ross Klein, and he's a professor up in Newfoundland. <laughs> and he compiles statistics. Uh, and he is always with us when when Congress has a hearing, and and he comes and gives amazing testimony. Um, And his website tracks all of the incidences. Now, if you look at those and you go look and see what's reported to the FBI and from the FBI then to the U.S. Coast Guard and put on their portal, there's a serious conflict of information. It's very conflicting. You get tiny numbers that are actually published as versus like what we see and uh on ross's side how do you and we how do you really, explain
0: that like how is he <laughs> what where is he getting his data from that is more accurate
1: well he's getting his data from uh literally combing the web and finding all the incidences as they occur okay. as they're reported but what what we have finally discovered is a um, – and, Jim, I have to tell you that Ken Carver um, passed away.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. To, I, I, I knew he was ill. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that.
1: Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. What a terrible loss. And but we're picking up the pieces because we know Ken started such a fine and wonderful thing, and 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 we're dedicated to continuing it. But it was Ken in his determination and his his dedication to the fact that something was wrong with those numbers um, that led us to realizing that the, the cruise line. Report the crime to the FBI. And I think there's one of the biggest problems right there. The cruise line could report something. There are only certain crimes that are reportable that you will see listed uh, in that Coast Guard portal. Um, uh, one of them is sexual assault. Well, the cruise line could report something to the FBI as inappropriate touch rather than sexual assault and it wouldn't it would it would never um, appear
0: in the statistics but by by sort of combing Uh, through that information and also aggregating mm -hmm. news stories and other things this uh, this uh, Dr. Klein is able to put a more Complete picture together. I can imagine yeah. how they would want yeah. to filter what they were reporting sure. so that it would make them uh, look more favorable. Now, the the other issue yeah. that a lot of people are not aware of is what happens if you have a medical crisis on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. So, shifting gears not a crime, but you're on a cruise ship and all of a sudden you're diabetic and you've got an issue. You've got a heart issue, uh, whatever. Um, there is the assumption it's like on the love boat, you know, the, the doctor, Bernie Coppell (laughs) is going to step in. He was great. Yeah. And he's going to save you and maybe take you to dinner and, and on a date afterwards. Right. Uh, but, uh, but there is no, uh, such confidence to have, in cruise ship uh, medical personnel. And and a lot of people think, well, if I get sick, I've got this pre-existing issue, but I'm going on this cruise with my family, and I know if something happens, I'm going to get great medical care. Uh, what say you about mm. that?
1: I say not not really. Um, um, in fact, there was just uh, in recent um, weeks, I wish I had it up in front of me, a, a, a woman who died of covid on a cruise ship, they took her off. They just took her off the ship in, I forget where it was, I wanna say maybe the Bahamas. Um, and um, and she died there, um, which was horrible, sad. But um, before COVID even, we look at, at what happens. One thing everyone should know is that you should take out, if you do think you wanna take a cruise, take out travel insurance. Definitely take out travel insurance and travel assistance. Because if you are, if say what happens to this, happens to this poor woman, happens to you, you're sick, and the doctor says, nope, it's, it's more complicated than I can handle. Here you go, boot it off in, uh, uh, Cozumel. Well, you've got to figure out how to get back to the United States, and it is not cheap.
0: Well, can you imagine from, being kicked off mm, a cruise ship just because you tested positive? And then, yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. now you're positive and you're in Mexico and you're positive. Right. I mean, what are you going to do now? I mean, you're going to have to I, tell them. The,
1: with any other
0: disease. Yeah, they're going to tell know, you. Or you and, and Mexico's not going to let you get on a flight uh, if you're positive and you got to stay somewhere and be uh, quarantined. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it, <sighs> with travel insurance, is there is is there something now where you have to specifically get like covid mentioned in it or is that included automatically
1: you know jim that's a good point and i wish i could tell you i'm up on that and i know but uh, i i really don't but it's something your listeners should look into you know ask questions about find out um you know what happens if i I come down with with covid um and, and you know one of the one of the scariest things about uh being on a ship and covid and we've all been talking about this you know during all this time that these ships were laid up uh you would think that perhaps they would have invested a little money in upgrading the air filtration
0: system. <laughs> yeah. They did that with the airlines. You're saying they haven't done that with the the cruise ships, haven't done that, haven't put in the new filtering and all that.
1: No, no, no. Wow. No. So one of the reasons you're having to do all the things you're having to do on a cruise ship with the mass and the social distancing and what have you is the worst thing that can happen for someone is to be quarantined in their cabin. Wow. Because now they're shut in there. You're breathing the same air that the Jeremy people are breathing. And um, it's not like certainly not like medical grade air filters. It's not even like sanitized air, which, say, theaters have or probably the, that's more like what the airlines have. Um, um, so that's part of the big problem uh, on the on the cruise ships and something they can't. The way the HVAC system is on cruise ships, they can't upgrade it to the point that it would be medical grade because of the way it's built, it's constructed. But they could have put improved um, uh, filters in those ships while they were laid up all this time.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. And, you know, not only all of these crimes that occur, but now with COVID and all of the restrictions while you're on the cruise ship... I, I can't imagine any reason why anybody should be cruising right now. But but they are back, right? I mean, there are cruises going on. I know they're...
1: They're beginning, yeah, they're, and every one of them have cases of COVID almost uh, um, so far. Some of them, quite a few. Um, it's just inescapable. Um, and like you point out, uh, you know, and how much fun are you going to have? It's not going to be like a cruise you're used to taking if you've taken cruises before.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, it's just, Uh it's, it's you know, the idea is a good idea. I think, I think the idea, I think people, people love the idea of like paying one amount and then you have a vacation, but you don't have to do a cruise to do that. People don't realize there are such a thing, such things as vacation packages. I know Disney does this where people can pay. Disney World they go to Disney World it's a lot of money but you can like pay in advance for the meal plan in your hotel you can get pre-packaged vacations sure. uh, going to Europe going to a lot of places where you're not on a cruise ship uh, but man right. I'll tell you just all of these stories if people go to your website and just click on our stories I mean everything from mm-hmm. people being robbed to raped to murders mm-hmm. to people disappearing mm-hmm. and that's not you know bad enough, but then when you see how the cruise lines use every possible legal strategy, that whole international flagging, uh, international seas where it happened, they use every possible the, the, you know the the video uh, disappears of it. the hallway where that person was being accosted. All of this stuff happens, yeah. and you've got to fight for years. Just to get fair treatment, because I think most people believe wrongly that these are big companies, corporations that will do the right thing when it comes down to it, that they will be, you know, if they're sick, they'll be taken care of. If something happens, a crime, they will thoroughly investigate it, turn in even their own crew members who were involved. That is not what happens. And there's so much evidence to the contrary that make you know people need to be so careful I've just told people don't go on cruises anymore because I just don't know I (laughs) I just don't know how you can be safe on a cruise I mean (laughs) I've (laughs) been on them I just don't know anymore I mean whether it be COVID or any of these other things and uh, what you guys are doing Mm -hmm. is incredible people can donate money I know also people can donate services I know uh, when Kendall was with us he said you're always looking for people to help like with the web programming and different things, oh, we so are, we yeah. Are. So if you're if absolutely. you're listening or watching right now, yeah. and you have those kind of skills, you can write press releases. You can work on a <laughs> yeah. website. Uh, they can use you, and this is something you can Thank do you. Sure to help can. your fellow man. I mean, this is incredible what you guys yes. are doing. Tell yeah, us about absolutely. We're, how do they get in touch with you now. How do they get in touch with you if they, how can they connect with you to help if they want to do that or just find out more about being prepared if they go on a cruise?
1: Our website is www.internationalcruisevictims.org and and be on the lookout for a brand new website. We're getting ready to launch just in the next couple of weeks, um, which will really give you Um, an overview um, as well as an archival library of information about um, events um, that are chilling on cruise ships and the treatment of cruise industry uh, by cruise industry uh, corporate um, folks and um, it's, it's It's heartbreaking.
0: And I want to I just want to as we close it out, I want to give you credit and all the other people who have been victims yourself because of losing a loved one that you've chosen to take that cause in the name of your daughter, Ashley. And now you are pursuing all of this good. And I can't think of any greater way to honor her memory than what you're doing by sharing her story and warning other people, you know, in life. So many times we all have setbacks and tragedies, and I can't imagine what it would be like to lose a child. And you could have chosen to become bitter. And to have lived out your life in seclusion, but you've chosen to share the story and to help others. And I just want to just give you so much credit for that, Thanks. for for turning that tragedy into something positive. And that, you know, keeps her memory alive and is it turns it into such a positive for for everybody. And God bless you for sharing your story.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that, Jim. That's a lovely thing to
0: say. Thank you. And uh, we want to have you back like more frequently. I think it's been a year okay. or more since we've had you. So my too. my okay. producers listening and, and uh, just telling my producer, let's uh, get them on at least every few months. And uh, you would be insane, okay. folks, to go on a cruise right now for all the reasons we've talked about <laughs> and especially because of COVID. So with all that being said, uh, Jamie Barnett, thank you so much, man, for being with us. God bless.
1: Thank you. You too. Talk Jim. to you next Thanks.
0: time. Wow. I have a hard time not tearing up when I talk to these people because I can't imagine. Can you imagine your, your daughter goes on a cruise and dies and then you have to fight to find out what really happened? And some of these people, they disappear and they never know what happened to them. Um, if you're somebody that's still inclined to go on a cruise... At least go to their website and learn about some of the crimes that occur so that you can be prepared to protect yourself and to prepare your family and to protect them uh, by putting in place safeguards and common sense things to reduce your risk. If you are going to take a cruise, these episodes are so important. I know that because I've heard from people who have emailed me and this has helped them to make a decision to not go on cruises or to prepare to be safer. And uh, we want to continue to do these uh, cruise warning shows because it's important for people to know, to know what could happen. We don't want to scare people. We're not fear mongering, but it's, it's the truth. It's reality. And these things are happening. And especially uh, if you've got uh, a young woman in your life, a daughter, Uh, a sister. Uh, These are the people that are in particular, especially at risk. And children are also greatly at risk as well. God bless. Thanks for joining us. And remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. So long, everybody.